It's time for the top four at four with Levac and Gaz. Look out, here come four big stories, my friends. Top four stories in the world of sports is brought to you by Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you guys. What's the fourth biggest story? What I'm building the top four at four every weekday here on Levac and Gaz. 95 980 Fox Sports Radio. Some have tried to duplicate my style, and they all stink at it. This is our segment. People don't know what this is. This is the stories that are happening right now that you care the most about. How do you figure that out, guys, every single time? Well, I see what are people talking about. What's getting the biggest traction? What's the biggest headline? Not just random five stories we haven't covered. The biggest stories of the day, thanks to our friends at Mohawk Honda. These guys, this team, has cracked their way on a Friday during football season in the fall in the top four at four, and that is the Savannah Bananas. <laughs> the Savannah Bananas are going to be at Cooperstown this weekend. Over 6,000 fans are scheduled to be there. I saw what happened yesterday in Syracuse involving the Savannah Bananas. I had buddies hit me up and saying, it's the best baseball game they've ever been to. They've never had more fun at that stadium. I know it's gone through a bunch of names in Central New York. Than a Savannah banana game. Levac, this is all over the place. And now they're going to Cooperstown this week. Uh, Rachel from Kiss1023, who's on right now, and of course WGY, she said she wants everything she can to get there. She goes, she doesn't know how she's going to get there. She wants Savannah banana gear. This is blown up, Levac. What do you make of part one, the Savannah bananas? And two, now that they're doing this at the hallowed grounds of Cooperstown, New York this weekend. I love what they're doing. Um, there's there's something to be said for reinventing your lane. Like, you're a minor league baseball team. Look what's happened to our, our beloved Tri-City Valley Cats, right? You've been one of the top affiliates for forever, it feels like. Major League Baseball goes, yeah, you know what? You're not anymore affiliated. So they had to, like, kind of reinvent it. How do they want to do it? Do we want to join this league? Do we want to join that league? We, we, we put on an amazing show. We have great concessions. We have great things. Whatever. If they went full in and just said, you know what we are now? We're a place where you can see good baseball, but more importantly, great entertainment. I wouldn't be mad at them. It's not, I, I don't know if I could go every night, but when there's like, you got like like dudes from what, like NSYNC or, or Backstreet or whatever coming in and, and like guest playing and they come in with intro and their own song. There's dudes on stilts and there's people like on fire. If a fan catches a, a ball, it's an out. Like it's all these like crazy things that you do and you're just like, I'm in. Like, it's fun. They're just having a good time. That, Like, if I'm a baseball fan, I go, this isn't exactly baseball right now. Like, this is if, if I'm a big fan of Greco-Roman wrestling and I watch the WWE and I get upset, that's my own fault, okay? It's not regular baseball. It's pure entertainment. Let me do this for a third time today. React how you want because I'm 0 for 2 right now for this comparison. Let's see if I'm about to make it 0 for 3. <laughs> I feel like it's the modern-day Harlem Globetrotters. Um, I can see that. All right, one for three. All right, I can see it. I got who told you no? I got rejected hard by my buddy Mike out in Syracuse. Rachel a little bit as well, saying the Savannah Bananas are way better than the Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah, but again, you have to think of the time and what they were doing as well. Like, like the buckets of water, the buckets of confetti, all those things that the Globetrotters were doing. Um, you know, selling the entertainment of basketball, not so much the actual like nuts and bolts of how the game worked. Yeah, I think it's extremely... And now that they're even traveling, they're not just staying down in Savannah, I, I think it's a, a solid comparison. And I know the Globetrotters are still around. It's not a shot to them, but when the Globetrotters were first launching, it was like something nobody had ever seen before. And that's right. the whole 
marvel of the act, kind of what you're getting there, the novelty of if you saw it all the time, you'd feel like, okay, enough's enough. But when it's now this traveling event, and it's a great mix of is it kids, is it families, is it a show, is it a circus, is it entertaining, is it something to do? All of it. Yes. I believe Jesse Coles, the president, GM, Savannah Banana, uh, court jester, whatever term we want to give him there, Savannah Banana Baseball is taking over. And I love it. I want to go to, I, I as well want to go to a Savannah Banana game and watch the craziness that's going on there. They're doing some huge numbers across digital and social. Yeah. And that's kind of what it is. Capture the moment. They don't care about who went four for four with two home runs. They want to no. say, how many views did they just get on TikTok and Instagram? Well, yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's entertainment. It, it, that's what it is. Let's keep baseball going here. Non-Savannah banana box scores, but instead <laughs> baseball for the weekend. Store number three in the New York Yankees take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's an interleague matchup. 635, the first pitch set for that game. The New York Mets. You look at them. They host the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, by the way, that's a 7-10 first pitch. What happened to Ellie De La Cruz? My God, the, the hype around this guy was awesome. So many dorks and nerds on social media were like, well, De La Cruz's bat per swing per average isn't as good. Sure enough, which I didn't want to have happen, those dorks on social media were right. De La Cruz is struggling. Because of that, the Reds are battling right now for that wild card spot. The Toronto Blue Jays out in Canada host the Boston Red Sox tonight. Our coverage gets underway at 610-707 first pitch. Got to be careful with that Canadian National Anthem. Uh, I want to focus here on Red Sox Blue Jays, Levac. We can talk about the Yankees as well, of course, but kind of thought about this with the Blue Jays. I saw Richard Deitch post this. Should Blue Jay fan feel disappointed about their season? I think so. I, I do too. Uh, go ahead for why you feel the same way that maybe I do as well. Um, Because this, as soon as you said Blue Jays, I already have your excuse why you didn't do what you should have done. It's Alec Manoa. He didn't. He was this dominant big fellow who could just, just straight pitch. And all of a sudden he got the yips or whatever. He, he He's changed everything for you. You don't you don't have that guaranteed, you know, performance from him, and you're still you're still in play for the wild card. You're still whatever, but it's it's not the way this year was supposed to go. If if Alec Manoa pitched to his average, you would be you yeah you would be you would already be a wild card. You'd probably be a contender for a like top wild card. If you told Blue Jay fan you'd have 80 wins before the I don't know September 16th, and you'd be ahead of the Red Sox and the Yankees in the standings, you think that's a great season. What's 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 going wrong? Oh, right now you're a game and a half out of the wild cards, and yeah. it's Tampa and Baltimore that are the top teams in the division. Toronto, that fan base would have told you right now, this is our year. You're telling me the Yankees and Red Sox are yeah. down? You're telling me that the Mariners are maybe the best team in the American League? You're telling me the Rays are missing one of their best players for stuff off the field, and we all we got to do is beat the Orioles? This is our World Series. And they've had moments, well, Toronto. They, they felt that way anyway. Yeah. They felt that way when everybody was healthy. They, they Again, young, talented team, lacks some pitching, and... You're like, if you were a fan, you're like, well, at least we got Alec Manoa. Oh, no, you don't. I know. No, no. Blue Jay still, as you mentioned, LeVac, have a chance because of the wild card. But it's really a storyline that we might follow going forward again back to the National League wild card. The Reds are tied with the Diamondbacks, the Giants, the Phillies, and Cubs. And the Cubs got hot this summer and never cooled off. The Cubs holding on to one of those wild card spots for now. All the Marlins aren't too far back either. They're only a half game out as well. well let's move on to story number two here. It's the college you football. You want to talk about the Yankees? Uh, Three-game series against Pittsburgh? Sure. Might, may never listen to the radio again with them because this is the first trip in, I don't know, a million gajillion years that neither John Sterling or Susan Waldman are going to be on. Huh? Do you know who's calling that game? Yeah, two dudes. One of the guys is the Siena broadcaster. 
Emmanuel Barbary, I believe is the last name you say his last name. E over at Siena. So the Siena broadcaster for hoops is calling the Yankee game. He's not Susan. He's not John. He's got a nice write-up there in the New York Post. I'm forgetting the name of the other guy who's doing it. I know the uh, he was a double-A broadcaster. I'm just blanking on it. I, I think not, his name's Jesse or something. Uh, that's not Susan, right? The other guy's it's not, not John. Susan, no. So it's not John and not Susan. So it's over. No more radio for me for the Yankees. you got to watch him on TV. <laughs> now i got to look up this guy's name because it's going to drive me nuts. Who no, cares? he's called a Yankee game. Who cares? Who cares? Guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Who cares? Is it Rosh Hashanah? Is that why she's not there? I don't know, nor do I care. I just know they're not there. I don't care anymore. I'm done. I, I used to love picking on Susan. I still like picking on Susan. Let's be real. We met her. We talked to her. I like her very much now. I feel like I was a little cold. And now, if she's not there, I'm not there. Especially when I can just watch it on TV. I believe, believe his name is Shacklin. Right when I looked up who it was, my computer froze. And that's probably because I was looking up Yankee stuff like, in the Red Sox. It doesn't you know. matter, as your computer said. That's what it says. Doesn't matter. Socks don't matter. Yankees don't matter. Doesn't matter. Move on to story number two here involving college football. We'll dive deeper into this before we sign off around 445. Some of the college football headlines to note. I have you Albany football on a bye this week because they've only taken on two FBS teams. Yeah. They had to go to Hawaii. Crazy oh, schedule. you need a break now, huh? Fine. Crazy schedule. Crazy schedule for the U Albany with their uh, their STDs. Single-digit dudes. Single-digit dudes. I see more and more people out there picking up on it a little bit. We, we look, got you got the up. FCS sack leaders out there. That's good <laughs> stuff there <laughs> when it comes to UAlbany <laughs> football and what's happening with that program. Even though they're looking for their wins. Uh, how about you? sack leader. We'll give some love to Union. Union has a Friday night game against Springfield. Not the Saturday game. A Friday night game tonight. The Union Dutchmen are getting love in that spot. So we'll see what Union can do. Also some college football action at the that's the division three level we've touched on the fcs level some fbs games of note as well involving some top tier teams florida state takes on boston college that's a noon kickoff to be aware of lsu and mississippi state also a noon kickoff kansas state taking on missouri and more uh levac i think we hold on to our college football takes unless there's a storyline or some theme that's jumping out to you this week it feels like this is an off week for the fbs level until the marquee games come rolling next week I, there's only there's, there's the biggest story in college football and i know you're going to want to talk about it later so we won't i will put my hat and glasses on and not talk to you about it right now gosh you're getting so save many good, it save it for prime time so many good coded things you've done ah. on today's show that if you're listening you got to feel like a detective here we go with story number ah. one it's nfl football action the new york teams of course in action this week that's the giants taking on the cardinals you can hear the Kickoff and more. The complete coverage, dare I say. 3 o'clock coverage gets underway. 4.05 kickoff as the Arizona Cardinals host the New York Giants. The New York Jets, Dallas Cowboys. It's the 4.25 kickoff there. And the Buffalo Bills take on LeVax, Las Vegas. (coughs) (coughs) Raiders at 1 (coughs) o'clock. It's a cough button, guys. You can use that. Go ahead. If you can't do it, don't do it. I usually am better at it. You can do that or you can do it. Raiders. You can do either one of those. No, but you can't. You, you suck. Um, I, I I, honestly, to be perfectly honest with you, I could make probably all three of these games part of Fantasy versus Reality today. I like I, I like a wager in all three of these games, two a little more than the others. So we'll have to see if all three, if there's a, we have a, a, a New York trifecta, of plays 
in my fantasy versus reality coming up today uh, after the top four four or, or next is that yeah, next we're gonna do it next after the top four four is that next? Said, yeah you said it right though I, after the top four four coming up coming next, next we will say one other thing for some complete previews I know earlier in the hour we touched on some of the games that jumped out to us and more if you want some picks some fantasy football advice some all that's coming up here fantasy versus reality but don't forget join us 11 to 1 oh, rivers no. casino and resort we got some cool rivers news coming up. we got a, you know what? We got no a lot. No fans allowed this week, by the way. We got a lot There's to tell you at this 4 o'clock hour. There's a rule. I saw it. It was written up next to our names at Van Slicks that um, on this day, this Sunday, no Bills fans allowed. It's <laughs> just Raiders fans. That's all that's allowed yeah. there. It's going to be. I mean, listen, I, I don't make these rules. I just I just enforce them. Um, all right. There's your top four. Four thanks to Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. Um, man. Yeah, I think. I can't believe it's already. So I guess I have to figure out what I'm going to do for fantasy versus reality. Yes, you do. you got to figure that out. I, here's the thing, though. Hopefully you'll sleep well doing it, LeVac. Oh you'll have God. good picks. You'll sleep well. Life will be good. I um, <laughs> To show you how well I've been sleeping lately, I uh, I got attacked by the, the the cats. What? So I was out. I was out cold. And like we have, uh, we have, a, we have like my, my daughter has a, like this young cat that wants to like play with the older big cat all the time. So the older big cat must have decided it was going to hide in my room from the fight. Well, the fight broke out on me. And I started dreaming. <laughs> I started dreaming about, about a fight, like a real fight. And I woke up to them fighting on me. That's how out I was. Like I didn't just, can you imagine two cats that probably uh, combined total like 30 pounds jumping on you and fighting. And you dream about it for a little while before you wake up because you're that out. That's how out Ooh. I was. That's how out I was. Uh, and that was it's because of the Integrated Sleep Center in Boston Spa. I used to be the lightest sleeper in the world. My daughter would pick on me for it. She's like, it, like when she was little, she'd come and she'd be like, Dad? And I'd be, like, I'd be on my feet in like fighting stance. Like, what? Huh? What? Now, because I have the mouthpiece, which keeps my airway open, which allows me to sleep deeply, get down into that REM sleep that helps your brain heal, lets your mood get better, all those things. And I continue to breathe all night, which is big. Uh, it's all because of the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Dr. Fred Dreher. Now I'm sleeping good. I'm sleeping really, really good. It's awesome. Uh, it's made such a difference for me, and it can for you as well. I mean, there's people out there that need the mask with the hoses and the wires or the surgery or the whatever. I think if you do any of those things and it works for you, far be it for me to tell you not to. But if you do any of those things and you don't at least call Dr. Dreher first, I don't know if that makes sense to me. Give him a call, 518-885-6185. Dr. Fred Dreher in the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spot to help me sleep better, to help you sleep better too. Fantasy versus reality, thanks to Hooters, is coming up next. I know my three plays. I'm ready to go. Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. It's time for fantasy. Every year I set this league up. Every year, and I never win. This was the year. Oh, I don't know how to set a lineup. No, you stupid, stupid, stupid. Versus reality. Baby, we done it. We're rich, baby. Break out the red panties. We're rich, baby. With LeVac and Gods. Ah, yes. Fantasy versus reality. Gods finally paid off the last fantasy versus reality wager yesterday. 30 rack of ice cold <laughs> beers. LeVac Weisers, if you will. Um, so uh, when I win this year, I figure I'll be in my retirement home and there'll be a knock on the door and Gods will be there with you. Would you like some beer? I'll be like, I don't know who you are. Um, this time, those beers might be consumed under the orange roof. Thanks to our friends at Hooters on Wolf Road, your yes. place for NFL action all season long from Thursday night to Monday night to Sunday night, Sunday afternoon, 430 window, whatever it is. We love our friends over at Hooters. 
Rumor has it we might be bumping into some of them tonight. Possibly, and uh, while we're there, we'll uh, we'll make sure that uh, they know we're aware of the three ninety nine Miller Light Coors Light drafts on game days and the four ninety nine Sam Adams in Oktoberfest drafts. We know that at Hooters. Uh, all right, well, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember who won last week. I know somebody went two and one, and somebody went zero oh and three. Oh, it's uh, this guy who went two and one. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna let you lead though, guys, because uh, of course, as everybody knows, fantasy versus reality. I'm gonna pick three wagers against the spread. I am using BetRivers.com to get my numbers right now, uh, because of course uh, we do this the Sunday show live from Rivers, so I figure that's the perfect place to do it. You're gonna give us three fantasy players that you want to outperform their projected total for that game. That's right, half point PPR scoring projections thanks to Yahoo. I have a lot of excuses. Two of my plays missed by a combined four points. Whatever. 0-3 is 0-3. Hey, guys, you know that excuses are like buttholes. Everyone's got them, and no one wants to hear either one of yours. Let's go. All right, I'm going to lead this off. Now, remember, it's beating the projection. This one is more so for players who do the weekly fantasy football matchups rather than season long because the first one's going to sound like I'm copping out, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Okay. Oh, guys, you can take Mahomes every week. No, no, no. No, no. Remember, last week Mahomes did not hit his projection. And a lot of times Mahomes of maybe any fantasy football player out there, the projected point per week should be the highest for Patrick Mahomes. But why I'm taking over on Mahomes, which currently sits at 22.78. I'm going to round it up to 22.8 for math's sake. 22 points is the number for Mahomes. Remember, he takes on the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. The Jags rank in the top five in fantasy football points allowed to quarterbacks. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. They only had one game. Anthony Richardson? Did the rookie look that good against the Jacksonville Jaguar defense? Mahomes can benefit from Jacksonville's defense allowing a lot of points to quarterbacks. Oh, by the way, he is Patrick Mahomes. Oh, by the way, I might be hoping that I'm placing this now on a Friday afternoon, and if Travis Kelsey goes, that number might go up a little bit. This is the only time all season I get that advantage, and I'm using it. Mm -hmm. The number sits at 22.8. I'm going to round it up. But Mahomes against Jacksonville Jaguar defense, get it now before you get news on Kelsey taking the over on Mahomes. I have him on more than 50% of my fantasy teams. I need to start winning more. Thank you, Mahomes. Let's make it happen. Such a wimp. Such a wimp, wimp play. I think Patrick Mahomes will play well during a football game. Um, here's here, let me let me help everybody out here, right? So the key to betting week two of the NFL season is not overreacting. Let the line makers and Joe Public go crazy. You just sit back, look for good teams that are being underestimated, and also keep an eye on those bad teams that are being overly celebrated. I'm going to start with the New York Football Giants. They are at the Arizona Cardinals. The Giants are a four point favorite. Total of 40. I think the New York football Giants played about as bad as humanly possible last week when they lost the Dallas Cowboys 40 to nothing. Pair that with the clearly tanking Cardinals taking a lead into the, what, late third into the fourth quarter against the Commanders. And you've got yourself a solid overreaction here. This is a, this, this is as close as, and I hate, I hate myself for saying this, this is as close to a must win as you can get in week two of an NFL season. No. I didn't heck? call it a must win, but it's very close. Well, who do the Giants play next week? Someone really good. The 49ers. Okay, so you're 0-1. No one believes in you. You got the 49ers on deck. You have to wear out the Cardinals. 
Give me the Giants. Give me Big Blue. I'll lay the four points over the Cardinals. I have one question for you, and I told you this. I would ask you this question. Here I go again earlier in the week. Here I go again on my own. What's considered a good performance for the Giants against the Cardinals? I'm going to ask you it one more time on Sunday, too. What's a good performance for New York? You're going to hold the Cardinals to less points than you by about five or more. Uh, <laughs> you need a win, baby. I think you just. I think you need to. You need to keep Daniel Jones upright. The offensive line needs to look solid. The the Saquon Barkley needs to have some fun out there. I, I think. I think a lot of it's gonna come down to the play of Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones has a good day. That offensive line keeps him pretty much clean. They're gonna. Everybody's gonna say it was a good day for the Giants. One other follow up here. Are you at least surprised at that number? Like, did you think it would be seven, seven and a half, six and a half, eight and a half? I think if they had lost by a field goal or if you know maybe scored some points against the Cowboys this would be a touchdown plus game because everyone knows the Cardinals are tanking it doesn't it doesn't help that the Cardinals looked pretty good against the Commanders like you had them you loved that game going in with the spread the the Commanders just <laughs> both teams could be accused of tanking one's obvious and, and but the problem is that the, the Cardinals played better than anticipated or the Commanders played worse i think it's a little bit of both but I really, really think the Giants, Brian Dable, his staff, they're going to get these guys marching in the right direction. There's not a lot of easy wins on their schedule. This should be one, and they won't treat it as such. They'll go out there and stomp up on them. I'm going to follow up on a theme you just let off with, talking about don't overreact too much off of week one. And that's where my play here is for the running back position. Because if you watched the game last night, there was talks there in the Philadelphia local media that DeAndre Swift was going to get more carries in week two in comparison to week one because he barely touched the ball in week one. Well, DeAndre Swift had a really good game last night. It also still is awkward to see a player run around with number zero out there. Look like an actual Hate different it. person than what he used to look like for the Lions. So I see another report coming from an NFL market that a running back who didn't get a lot of carries in week one might have more of a usage in the offense in week two because they wanted to limit his touches early in his career. I'm going to buy it this time. That's Jameer Gibbs, running back for the Detroit Lions, who's projected for 12.26. Dan Campbell, the offense. Hey, David Montgomery had a really good game last week statistically. So why not the rookie this time? Now, again, Dan Campbell, quote, now they've got that one under the belt. So for Gibbs, he'll begin to get more touches now. That is from the coach's mouth. We know NFL coaches lie, but I'm willing to go for this one for Gibbs. Seattle has allowed the sixth most fantasy football points to running backs so far this season. What? How? The Rams, I thought, had that Puka guy out there. The Rams defense, I know, good, strong defensive line. These are the numbers Yahoo tells me. It's in green. I'll believe Yahoo like I'll believe Dan Campbell this week. Give me Gibbs to go over his total projected number of 12.26. See what I'm saying, people? So far this season, it's been one game. One game, we're, we're, we're already saying so far this season. You know what? I love this game, the game you're talking about. I do have um, uh, some wagers out there sprinkled around. I do have Gibbs anytime touchdown out there in the universe, in the periphery, in the ether, if you will. But possibly my, my favorite play is this game. The Lions are coming off a win over Kansas City Chiefs to start this season, and the Seahawks got beat down by the Rams. The Seahawks are better than they played Against the Rams. I know their offensive line is beat up. I know you're, you obviously are going to have that that pass rush. You're going to have Aiden Hutchinson, who some people said should have been a Heisman and didn't vote for him. Hey, but you also have a Lions team that, let's be honest, you got lucky. 
You were going against a Chiefs team without Mr. Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, without Mr. Chris Jones, and you still should have lost. Like, you should have lost that game. They played, if it's not for Kadarius Hands of Stone Tony, you lose that game. And now I'm supposed to believe you're five points better than a Pete Carroll coach defense? Nah! Give me the Seahawks. I'll take five points and I'll whoop your rear end. I I might grab Seahawks money line right before the game starts. I like that play a lot. A lot. I mark that. Star it. That's very good. It play. would have been my final play, but since you did that game, I went with it and moved it up. I'll tell you this. On Monday and Tuesday. That was my, that was my showstopper. Monday and Tuesday. That was my favorite play. It's changed. I'll save that one for Sunday. But for a while in this week, Levesque, I like that play a lot out of you. Let's move on to my final one here. I whiffed on the tight end last week, but not really because TJ Hawkins had decided to have a great game last night, the week after I picked him to have a huge game. That's fine. I'm going back to the tight end well. I can go for a wide receiver. I know wide receivers are all over the place, but I'm going to the tight end well for a few reasons. It's Hunter Henry's my play here for the New England Patriots as they take on the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins, third most fantasy football points allowed to tight ends according to Yahoo. If you don't like these weird projections, take it up with Yahoo. But Hunter Henry went for 14 points last week. He was projected for five. Over the course of the past four days, not today, but Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday, did it in that order, Ooh, he's been a top two added player in Yahoo Fantasy Football League. I added him to a team. There you go. Yeah. So if you've been struggling for the tight end position or maybe you've said this guy can potentially get more targets and catches and everything else, Hunter Henry, Patriot offense, here's what's catching me off guard. That number's still at five again this week. So Hunter Henry's been crazy added, double-digit game last week, six targets, one more time on the number. I'm going over on Hunter Henry's projected five points. That's it. 5.02. I'll take that. Give me Hunter Henry to have a good game. If you added him in your lineup, he's going to do better than whatever in the world tight end you had on last week. You know that overreaction coin we were talking about earlier with the New York football giants? They, you know, they get beat down 40 nothing. Everybody undervalues them moving forward. Well, there's another side to that coin. It would be if you beat a team 40 nothing, and then everyone started overvaluing you. And now, all of a sudden, let's say you go up against a team that even though they won, a Hall of Fame quarterback is out in the first five plays with a ruptured Achilles. I mean, that's the recipe for the overreaction line of the, of the decade, the century. Uh, the cosmos has never seen such a mismatch as the Jets versus the Cowboys. Nine points, baby. You tell me, I take the Jets with a superior defense. I know the Cowboys defense is very good. Don't get me wrong. I'm a very I'm a big Dan Quinn guy. I'm a candy corn guy, too, but... I, I get it. Everybody's going to be on the Cowboys. The Jets will keep this game close. They have a good running game. They have a superior defense. They play special teams. They won without Rodgers. Okay, everybody's like, forget about that part. It's like, oh, my God, Rodgers and Killies ruptured, and the Jets ceased to exist. No, they won the freaking game. They came back to win against a very, very good Bills team. Now you think they're going to lose by 10 to the to the. Cowboys? Ah, that's so fast. Give me gangrene plus nine. I love the Jets this week. I love, 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 love them. I want to give love to Justin and Connor, both Jet fans in Gilderland, who left me a message and said, can't believe you're a Jets hater now. We're with LeVac. Go Jets. Let's go. That's what's up. 
You like the Jets. I know I'm getting some heat still for my Mark Sanchez is far better than Zach Wilson take. We'll find out more about that this week, whether or not they can do it. All, that, they, all yeah. Zach Wilson has to do this week is not be the reason they lose. Like, Nathaniel Hackett, Buddy Hackett, Mr. Gold member is going to pull him into a room and go, listen, buddy, what do you need to hear? What do you need to hear? And he's going to go, well, I just bought it. Ah. Here's what you need to hear. Don't throw it to the other team. Throw it away. Eat the sack. Do not put our defense in a bad position. And we're going to, we might even win this freaking thing. And then watch how the story changes. My feel on that game right now is the first three drives. Maybe even first, no, no. I want to say different. Two. Nah, nah. First two drives. You'll know very quick if the Cowboy defense is that fast as it looked against New York, if Zach Wilson has a flow for the offense, if Nathaniel Hackett's got it going. You'll know quick in that game if it's going to be closer or blowout. That's an in-game for me. Micah Parsons used Evan Neal like a club. Like he picked him up and swung him at Daniel Jones. I know we got an old guy and a big guy for the Jets. He ain't picking him up. It ain't going to happen. Tell you. All right, give me your recap. What All right, you? I'm going to go backwards here again. Trying to beat the half-point PPR projections thanks to Yahoo and half-point PPR leagues. 5.02 is the number for Hunter Henry. He goes over in that game against Miami. Jameer Gibbs out of the backfield. The rookie from Alabama is number 12.26. He goes over in that match against the Seahawks. Patrick Mahomes, boo, guys, boo. I'm just playing it safe here because Kelsey is not officially in the lineup. I know his numbered projection stays low because of that. I'll take advantage in this game. 22.8's number for Mahomes for now. Wouldn't be shocked if that moved up if Kelsey plays on Sunday. For me, the man who is currently leading fantasy versus reality, thanks to Hooters on Wolf Road. I like the New York football giants. I'll lay the four points. The Cardinals are actively trying to lose football games. The Giants need this win. They will show you some stuff. They will shut up the critics for a little while. Let's go with their roommates. Let's go, let's go with the other half of the Snoopy Bowl. The Jets, everyone's acting like they lost. Everyone's acting like there's nothing left for them. Their 53-man roster was stolen by aliens. It has not been. Jets plus nine. <laughs> I'm glad you had to clarify that. I would just need to be careful. <laughs> I'd love, I saw a ship come down from Achilles. Took them all. I think they're in a dark retreat somewhere. All right, and finally, <laughs> I love the Seahawks this week. This is another situation. I get it. Seahawks offensive line is, is pretty atrocious. However... You've had a week now to prepare. You you you're ready to go. It's a Pete Carroll defense. They're going to make some noise in this game against the Lions. Lions should not have won last week. Give me the Seahawks plus five. That is fantasy versus reality. Thanks to our friends over at Hooters on Wolf Road. Let me some Hooters on Wolf Road. It's always a good time. And um, yeah, I, I think we're going to hang out with some of those guys later tonight over at Rivers Casino and, and Resort. What, where the, what is wrong with us, by the way? What do you mean? So like back in the day when people read magazines. Like you would, like if you got caught with Playboy, like oh, I read it for the articles. Like we go to Hooters and we literally go for the dudes. Like it's like my buddy Dan and Sean and Ricky work here. We're here to see them. Please leave us alone, pretty women, and bring us chicken wings. Thank you. Um, We're changed, man. It's something. Something's wrong with us. I think. I don't know if we've changed for the better this time. They're all Gazi Bear. Uh, I will tell you this: you have made a change for the better. You never liked coffee. You always fought me on energy drinks in the past. I started drinking C4, Smart Energy, Ultimate Energy, uh, just C4. I love the grape, the orange, the Starburst, the Midnight Cherry. I got to get that for you. I keep forgetting to grab that for you. Um, which you can get those all at Stewart's, the, the Ultimate and the Smart. You get over at Speedway. But, like, you don't like coffee. You started trying to do it. Now that you you got the two little ones running around the house keeping you up all the time, 
Now you're, you're sipping on the C4 during the day. It's changing. I had the orange slice today. Ooh, so many people will need that extra one. boost to get their morning started. Again, if you got toddlers like me, if you started a new job, if your hours are just all over the place in the fall, maybe your weekends are no longer weekends. Maybe your vodka is lonely. Because, because you're always <laughs> doing something. Here's what I've learned about coffee and other energy drinks. They don't taste good. There's certain people who think they know how to make coffee, and it's not the way you want it. There's certain energy drinks that get pumped up, and you taste like, Ugh, six hours later, I still feel it in my mouth. That's not how C4 goes. Great taste. Gives you that extra boost you need. Sugar, nah, not happening there. I'm doing a lot of L.A. Night today. I've been watching some videos of L.A. I need him on the show at some point. C4 makes me feel good to start the day right Make sure you head over, grab it, make it a part of your morning or wherever you need it. It's now become a part of my life, LeVac. You were right. It's awesome. I love going by Stewart's right near the house. And if I'm over by Speedway, I get the ultimate energy. C4 Smart Energy. Enjoy it yourself some. Play of the day coming up next right here. LeVac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9, 980, and on your HD tuner at 103.1-2. LeVac and Goss for USX Pest Control. Of course, um, as the seasons change, so do the threats to your house. I know there are new threats to my house. I don't know, nor do I care what they are, because I went to usxpest.com, got the free inspection done, um, and now I'm, I'm covered. I got the non-chemical exclusion package. I got the platinum coverage, which means Frank's coming out there and just making sure everything's right. Certain things might hit your kitchen floor, or maybe you have a sunroom or a nice patio, and you look down, and you're like, oh, no, that's just a chocolate chip. Oh, no, that's just <laughs> something I dropped earlier. And you convince yourself it's not going to move. But then you start seeing it move, and then you're too lazy to get up and change that. USX Pest Control, while you're staring at your phone, convincing yourself that See, you're... I thought I was the weird one last time we did this, and when you said those things, I thought about rooms I didn't go into. But the fact that you're dropping food on the floor and leaving it there, you're the weird one. Who? You. you I'm not, said, no, 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 no. You said there's a piece of chalk on the floor. I don't think it's going to move. And then it moves, and that's why I need USX Pest Control. Now I understand how USX Pest Control saved your marriage. I never said the word I, or I just but offered up an example. You saw chocolate on the floor. You didn't pick the chocolate up, and now you have ants or mice or something. And you don't because USX Pest Control took care of you. But now I understand how it saved your marriage. You know what, podcast audience, are you listening live right now? 959-980-1031-HD2. If you're a friend of mine or a family member, I want you to figure out who it is, whose house I saw it at, because it wasn't mine. Like LeVac mm-hmm. said, my house mm-hmm. is clean. USX Pest Control mm-hmm. got those pests out of my home. So if you have food moving around your home, it's on you. You should have taken my advice. Some of you have. More of you should. Oh, man. It's now you're being judged. Part of the uh, Gagne family of brands, which you know and love from uh, Cat's Eye Pest Control. Go to USXPest.com today. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Joe is a saint. She's a saint. She will not tolerate a dirty home. Her mom, grandma, boy. Yeah. I mean, I mean I'm, very, I'm, very tidy people. I'm a, I'm a clutter guy, but I'm not a dirty guy. Like, there's stuff. I'll bring home stuff, and I'll put down, like, like I ordered these. Um, <laughs> this is, this is the, the ultimate procrastination uh, story. I got these, like, really cool Rubbermaid bins with wheels. So that you can like roll them under your bed, so you can store everything and then just store it under your bed or under the bed in the guest room. So I brought them inside. They're in the they're in the kitchen. There's they're just all stacked up in the kitchen. There's levels <laughs> to people. Like no one wants to admit they're dirty. They might say they're messy, but no one wants to admit they're a dirty person. So like dirty's the furthest on the I guess I use uh, spectrum. We'll say right, dirty's the furthest. Super neat freak is way at the end, like where the toothbrushes are lined up, where it's spotless at your home. 
Some of you have rooms that don't even have a purpose in your home. You know what I'm Someone's talking calling about. calling you. I see that is right it, now. Is it your wife it's saying spam. stop talking? <laughs> your wife said stop talking about our, our bathroom. Oh, now I'm kind of nervous about whose number that is. <laughs> but there are some people who have rooms in their home that no one sits in because they're that level of that needs to be yeah. cleaned for no other purpose than that. I would say you and I both fall in the middle somewhere of not dirty people, not always in a rush to clean things. And no. that's okay. I think that's a... a Healthy way. Here's the other thing I learned about clean people. Some clean people only want to have rules that they want to follow. Again, not to say names here, but I watched somebody be like a super neat freak when it comes to cleaning their home. But three hours later, there's a dish out with like the food still in it. Like you, you were the person who, but there's just like, I can see the flies around it now. Like, why did you? Yeah, so some people just like yeah. think they're clean, but they're really not. The second there's insects or pests involved, I'm out. Like I'm out. That's And for that reason. I am out. I'll admit what's wrong with me. Like when I walked in today, um, our, one of our sales reps, Dave, I walked in, you know, I'm, I had my glasses on everything. He's like, man, I thought you were like a cop or something when you walked in here. I was like, nah. He goes like, yeah, like, yeah, like a Mr. T vibe. I go, maybe Mr. Obesity, uh, but not Mr. T himself. <laughs> I was like, and Dave was afraid to laugh. Um, but yeah, so I'll admit when I'm when I'm wrong about stuff. But that's yeah, that's I can't believe you left chocolate on the floor. Well, I can't. Wait, um, wait I got to pick up that segue right there. Admit yeah. when you were wrong. Let's talk some college football here. <laughs> Have you admitted you might be joining the Colorado Buffalo bandwagon? Because Levac, not one, but two national networks are in Boulder this week. <laughs> Fox noon kickoff, which is a lot of fun. People give it a shot. It's it's just no rules. They don't care what they're doing on the noon kickoff. It, it's a great time. Noon kickoff. The game is Penn State, Illinois in Champaign. You know what Fox said? Nah. <laughs> Our friends in the Big Fox said, we don't want to go to Champaign. We're going back to Colorado, Boulder for another week for Colorado, Colorado State. College game day at ESPN said, oh, really? So are we. <laughs> so Deion Sanders in mid-September for a rivalry game involving Colorado State has two national networks there for the game. And I'm sure you've seen the headlines here involving Coach Norvell and the sunglasses yeah. and everything else. Did you see what, what Dion did today? Oh, yeah, I did. Brought in sunglasses for his entire team. Like, is that, like, I don't, that must be the new world with the NIL. Because, like, I, I know that's something you couldn't have got away with in the past. Unless it was like, I'll let you guys borrow these sunglasses. Wink, wink. Um, no, I, I think he'll win this. I think they'll win this game. See, that's the problem. What I just did right there. That's really what's happening right here. The ESPN, Fox. Uh, Barstool, um, the Independent Pilgrim News, whatever the hell, they're all there for Dion. Like, they're not there because Colorado's a better team. They're there because Dion is Dion. He's a spectacle. He makes everything about himself. And that's and listen, it's happening again this week. It should be about the fact that these guys came in and they're playing great, and he'll say those things, but now it's personal because someone had the nerve to question whether or not he was polite because he wears a hat and sunglasses. How dare you? It was going to be a nice game. Now it's personal. They had to go and make it personal. If the worst thing someone ever said about me is I wear a hat and sunglasses, I would thank them. I'd be like, cool. Appreciate you for noticing. Like, what? Like, what? It's out of control. Here's the thing with Colorado. I love everything about it because it's such a different storyline than anything I can compare as a college football fan. Usually college football storylines aren't the most compelling unless it's an individual-based player. Like, we've seen players like Tebow and Lamar Jackson. There have been players who, Reggie Bush, like Heisman Trophy-winning players who, Johnny Manziel, like there have been guys who changed programs and they became the story of the season. It's rare. I change the program every time Manziel's on it. 
It's really rare you get an underdog story in college football, which March Madness can be behind the Cinderella stories. Or is it an under Buffalo? (laughs) And the the NFL can create its own headlines. But Colorado is so different than anything else. Here's what we have to remember, and you listening have to remember this. No matter what age you are, I'm going through this right now in my life. Some things aren't for you. And what I mean by that is the Colorado thing you just talked about there. Grown adults probably think that's lame. Oh, your coach showed up with sunglasses. You think that's cool because he's trying to find a way to hype you guys up? If you're in your 30s, you probably don't think that's cool. If you're in your late 20s or 40s or 50s, you're probably like, all right, man. You know, honestly, the Colorado State coach had a point. You should do that in front of adults. There are probably a group of people who don't think it's cool and actually agree with Colorado State's head coach. If you're a teenager, you probably think it's the greatest thing ever. You're sitting in your meeting with your coach and you just got free sunglasses. You're on a nationally televised game in the camera. That's awesome. Like, I'm rewatching Power Rangers with my three-year-old right now. (laughs) There are some episodes that are trash. Like, I can't watch it. But I have to remember, this isn't for me. Space Jam, the movie. There are certain movies I go back and watch as a kid. Like, I loved them as a kid. You watch them as an adult. They're not good. Because it's not for adults. That's what Colorado football is right now. It's not for grown men. It's not for old white guy yelling at the television who wants. I am not old. Third and two. I want to run. What's up with this option offense? Oh, play the game. It's not for you. It's for the kid who's transferring, the NIL, the TikTok views, the Instagram reels. Colorado football is not for you, but it's like nothing I've seen before. I can't wait. Levesque, 10 o'clock kickoff mountain time. Excuse me, 10 o'clock kickoff eastern time, 8 o'clock mountain. Some would call that edible time. There would be some fans who are oh, watching Jesus. that game. That's under- what we're doing now? That's how we do it? <laughs> we can't call it edible time out there? I didn't it's know legal? that was like we needed that like like distinction. <laughs> I probably would need that to not scream at the television when he's on. I didn't know that was like a thing. I'd- you throw the Super Mario like, Brothers I've heard on. Of beer 30. I never heard of edible time though. Edible time on the uh, on the mountain time. I can't wait to watch that game. That's my favorite thing. That besides Syracuse football getting a prime time WGY Peacock GY kickoff set for 7:30, pregame set for 6:30. But that's a nationally televised and broadcasted game. I love my orange. That's great, Levac. Syracuse oh. get a little prime time slot. Don't tell me the schedule stinks this week because I know that's the it answer. Does. Well, okay. I mean, it does. <laughs> I'm not saying it to be a jerk. I mean it. It's not it's it's not the best. It, let's let's put it like that. But there's some good games. There's some there's some games worth watching. That Colorado game is now worth watching. Um I will say this. This is where I've I've officially reached my level of what the bleep is happening here. Um I just happened to pick up FanDuel cuz we're going to do our play of the day. Yes. So I opened up FanDuel cuz I was I'm I'm getting better at shopping lines cuz I as I've told you before, I won last night because I took the 7 that FanDuel was giving me. Not the six that Bat Rivers was giving me, not the six that drafted. Like so, I found like the line I wanted. Um, so in the in the bar for college football, when you go to FanDuel right now, it's featured. It's all the games. Colorado national championship. Colorado has their own freaking tab at FanDuel because they know that people are going to sign up to bet on or against prime time. Well, you heard the stats that we heard last week. Everyone heard him. And if you didn't, we'll repeat him back that Colorado's game last week against Nebraska was not only the most wagered upon college football game last week, it had three times as much action as any other college football game. And at certain books, more action than any NFL game. 
That's why Colorado's getting the top billing here on some mm. sites. Getting their own bar. Like it's own their own tab. That's that's crazy. So here's my dream, dream scenario. Colorado's the better team of the two, right? If if all of this isn't going on, they're probably what, seventeen point favorites, maybe, maybe sixteen and a half. Yep. So it's twenty three, and it's now it's up to twenty three and a half because of the drama. I hope that Colorado covers. And I hope they feel really good, fat, and happy because Oregon is going to slap the smile off your face next week. My, I have like four college plays that I am making this week, but the, my real play of the day is Oregon next week. Whatever the spread is, doesn't matter because Colorado is about to swim with a bigger fish, and it's and it's and it's going to be the Ducks. I need to make a call over to a certain Oregon Duck alumni. I'll leave that tease out there. I know we've been emailing back and forth this week, Levac, about a certain Oregon Duck alumni who's a part of the. Fox Sports team. He You're supposed to, be on. to go to the other guy. You're supposed to get a hold of the bear. I'm supposed to get a hold of the duck. Once you get a hold of the bear, I'll reach out to the duck. That's a great. It's a great coded answer. I like Thank that. You. It's very good. Thank you. All right. Here's my play of the day. Thank you to Mohawk Chevrolet. I'm just doing college because I'm going to give some yeah. of the NFL picks coming up when we are live at Rivers Casino, 11 to 1 o'clock on Sunday. So I like Rutgers minus seven in that game. That line has been How dare all. You? Do you like Rutgers as well? I always like Rutgers, unless they're playing Michigan. That not, not, that's not my play of the day. But. That line opened at like four and a half, and it keeps going up and up for Rutgers. I know when you think college football, you don't think about Rutgers, but that line's moved to seven. I like Rutgers in that matchup. I know earlier in the show I told you how much I love a 48 and a half under. And there was times in that game, as we mentioned at the top of the show, that I looked like I was smart. I'm going back to the well. Oregon State, San Diego State, two really run-heavy teams I'm going to take the under in Oregon State, San Diego State, because two very run-focused teams out in the West. Those are the two that jump out. If you can, if you're listening on the app, take my orange minus two and a half on the road against Purdue. Some New Yorkers can't play that game, but I would play Syracuse. Confident in that play, especially with a home team getting points. That's bizarre in that matchup. I know Brett Musburger said there's nothing better than that than a home team getting points. My last play here, and I've been dancing on this one all week. It stinks. It stinks like a diaper. I just told you that the big noon kickoff is not going to Penn State, Illinois. Why? So Penn State should destroy Illinois. Penn State's got a five-star quarterback. LeVar Arrington's calling the best defense he's seen in 20 years on our our morning drive show here on 95-9 and 90. They're only a two-touchdown favorite. Illinois stinks. Mm -hmm. That line stinks. Everything about that. I'm taking Illinois. Mm-hmm. I would get Illinois at 14 and a half and then 13 and a half and then six and a half. I would chop that baby up a little bit. Illinois with the points because that stinks. Uh, all right. I got four and nothing. I don't love anything in college this weekend the way that I like what you've heard already from fantasy versus reality. Um, and then whatever I end up doing for the C4 smart energy bankroll challenge. Those I like the NFL a lot better than the, the uh, college circuit this weekend, but. I like Florida State. I'll lay the 24 and a half. I think this is one of those situations where the big programs, uh, they're playing Boston College. Boston College is not good enough to beat them, even in Boston College. I think the big programs are looking at themselves going, I'm a little sick of hearing about Colorado. Florida State, hey, you know where that guy played college football, the one you guys are all paying attention to? Right here, okay? So I think they go out and they make a little statement. <laughs> they, they try to get a little attention. Um, I I like Penn State. Again, I, okay. I think – I think Penn State is in a in a unique position right now where everyone's paying attention to them again, and I think they do well when they're in that position. Chad Powers tried out to be their quarterback. That's it's Eli Manning, isn't it? 
<laughs> they knew, right? How did no one catch that? Like the, I know when they did it with with Jared Goff years ago, it was like you could you couldn't really tell it was him. This is Eli Manning with a wig and, and a nose. Like it's obvious. Uh, I do like Penn State. I'll lay the fourteen and a half. I like uh, Miami, Ohio. I'll take the fourteen and a half from them, and then. I think Oregon Hawaii is going to be fun to watch because how how bad Hawaii is going to look. I'll go over sixty nine and a half on that one. Nice. So that's those are my four. That's what I got. Let me toss one out because my dad had one he wanted to really get out there too. Iowa State Ohio. Ohio's only a two and a half point underdog. Doesn't make sense. A Mister Goss play. He likes the Bobcats this week. You want to make sure I mentioned that on the show this All week. Right. I don't hate that. I might throw that around. That's that's a good one. I like that. And now you. Wait, your last time your dad did a play, we were at the wedding, and it didn't go very well, right? Wasn't it like a, uh, wasn't an FCS school beating an FBS school? I don't remember that one. Wasn't it, didn't Virginia lose outright, and they weren't supposed to? <laughs> yeah, I think didn't so. They, sorry, TG2. Was that Old Dominion when they were still FCS? Remember. It might have been. <laughs> I don't remember. I just know that, like, I just know he was, he was, he was sure he had it, and then we were sure he had it. And then we look back, and it was, he didn't have it. So that's why I'm, I'm just going to leave that out there. Um, so next time we talk to everybody will be Sunday from Rivers Casino and Resort. 11 to 1 will be in Van Slicks. We're going to go over there in a little while because uh, earlier today you heard us talk to Kyle, Kyle Glashine, who's fighting tonight. Our buddy Ricky is fighting tonight. Shout out to Ricky, man. we got to give him George, some love. Yeah. We've known him for a long time. Hopefully he does well as well, as well tonight. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to head on over. We're going to watch the fights. A little bummed you can't bet him. Um, just more than a little. But, and, you know, we're going to hang out. We're going to have a blast. I believe we're not in the media section either. So we are allowed to be. cheer, have fun. I might wear Try a, to stop what? me. Stop me, okay? I'll tell you right now. If you're not one of the 26 people paid to jump around in your shorts with no shirts on, go ahead and try to stop me from cheering. Go ahead. And even some of you guys. You might you're be. like 130 pounds. Stop me. You I'm might, sure if I want. You might be swinging by my place to meet Baby West. We want to get some no drinks and some busy. food. Before. We are making this a full fight night. I'm thrilled to watch the action. It's my first Cage Wars. Yours, I believe, as well. It's going to be a great time. Come join us at Rivers Casino and Resort tonight. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Hey, make sure you are. Oh, do, are we good? Is it? Is that uh, right? Well, there's a certain way we're getting to Rivers Casino and Resort. At least, maybe, thanks to our Mohawk friends, oh, I'm Mohawk not, Chevrolet. You're not allowed. Oh. You're not. Sorry, you can't get in the scar, Joe. I don't trust you, like. To, to get this guy. Like, legitimately, my Mohawk Chevrolet Silverado, Black Widow Silverado, ScarJo, friend of mine, she's like mesmerized by how nice it is. Opens it up, she goes, It still has that new truck smell. I'm like, Well, two things. It's only got 3,000 miles on it. And I don't fart in ScarJo. Are you mine? I'm a gentleman. <laughs> how dare you even consider that it might smell? No, but like, it's weird. Like, you hear me talk about this, and you're probably like, Levac is weird. And that's all true. But I love what I drive. And I love what I drive because I went to Mohawk Chevrolet. I said, I really, really, really want one of these. And they and I go, I know I can't get one. I know I got to save. I got to do all these other things. And they go, hold on. We may actually have the perfect one for you. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a 2022, but it's brand new. And we think we can move some things around and get it, get it to work for you. They do those kind of things all the time. That's one of the reasons they're affiliated with Car Bravo. So you go to carbravo.com. You pick out everything you're looking for. And then you get it through Mohawk Chevrolet. The service department's amazing. The sales department's amazing. You can love what you drive the way I love what I drive. So much that Gaz isn't allowed in it. 
That's how much I love ScarJo, the the Black Widow Silverado. All right, you're not driving then, but we do I'll love put, Mohawk Sheriff. Like, maybe if I put some plastic down, we could talk. Um, you know that room <laughs> of the house where it has to look nice all the time. That's that's ScarJo. She deserves that respect and love out of me. So uh, make sure you find your roads to Car Bravo at Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. We'll talk to you again on Sunday. Uh, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. It's Levac and Goss, Fox Sports Radio, ninety five nine and nine eighty.